0: Hello, everyone. Mike Fleming and Peisner-Johnson here. Uh, Andy Johnson is not going to be able to join us today, so uh, it'll just be me sharing. And uh, for those of you who uh, don't like that New York accent, uh, I apologize. But uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, follow-up questions on both Washington and Pennsylvania. Amazon's collecting the tax in both of these states at this time. Uh, Pennsylvania just started this week. So since we've been getting so many questions and since uh, Amazon is just collecting the tax in in Pennsylvania starting this week, that's what we're going to talk about. So first we're going to talk about Pennsylvania, then we're going to talk about Washington. Then I'm going to show you uh, uh, how to pull a report and then share what that report actually looks like so that you can track uh, what Amazon is doing in these two states uh, one of the, the negatives I keep hearing is that the information about Washington and Pennsylvania is no longer showing up in the sales tax reports. And Amazon doesn't do such a great job sometimes of showing us uh, where we can find the information we need to go ahead and, and file uh, the sales tax return. So we're gonna be sharing that with you. Uh, before we get started though, here's one point that uh, that keeps coming up over and over and over again. Um, A lot of sellers out there believe that once Amazon starts collecting uh, the tax that they no longer have nexus. And unfortunately, nexus and who's collecting the tax are two entirely different concepts. Nexus simply means do you have a link or connection with a state? And um, if you have inventory in a state, just because Amazon's collecting the sales tax now does not mean that that nexus goes away. Uh, These states, especially Pennsylvania and Washington, both take the the position that you still have the nexus. Uh, The inventory creates nexus, it's still yours, it's still there. Um, So I just want to let everyone know that this is a very common misconception and that these are, are two different concepts that we're talking about. All right, so Let's talk a a little bit about Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, um, Amazon started collecting tax there on uh, April 1st. And if you have the tax turned on inside of Amazon right now, you don't have to worry about it. They will turn it off. They're they're not going to follow your tax rules. They're going to collect the taxes on their own. And they're going to uh, go ahead and uh, collect the tax on all of the Pennsylvania transactions and remit that to the state. Now, what the state says is that you still need to be registered. Um, You still have Nexus there. Um, If you are making sales on other platforms, then you need to be collecting the tax on the other platforms and remitting that tax, collecting and remitting that tax. But even if you're just selling on Amazon, they want you to be registered. Uh, they want you to file a sales tax return. They want you to report 100% of your sales. And then you can uh, uh, say that the uh, Amazon sales are exempt sales or or then you don't have any listed taxable sales. So in effect, if you're only selling on Amazon, you're remitting a $0 return. Um, if you are selling on other platforms, obviously you would be remitting the tax from the other platforms. Now, te- the any penalty or interest is generally due on any tax owed. So if all you're doing is selling on Amazon, then um, if you don't file, there, there's generally not a penalty or, or interest that the state can impose. So a question that you know, people keep asking us, is can I deregister or do I have to still register? And if you're a brand new seller and you don't have any past exposure whatsoever, then I don't think that there's, you know, even though the state says you should get registered, I don't think there's a compelling reason to get registered in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, there, there's not a whole lot of risk for you. If you're a small seller, Even if you do have some some past exposure, that past exposure is probably minimal, and you may decide to not get registered. Or if you're already registered, then you may decide to deregister. However, if you're a larger seller, uh, someone who has material past exposure, then and all you're doing is selling on Amazon, I, I think that you probably want to either get registered or stay registered because this is what the state is telling you you need to do. And the last thing you want is the state digging in to your past history if you haven't told them about it already, because the state says that Amazon is responsible for the taxes going forward, but it's the FBA seller who's still responsible for all of those Past taxes, so if you owe any past taxes that the state is not aware of um, and it 's a material amount of number amount of money, then uh, my recommendation is to go ahead and either stay registered or get registered it 's the safer path to take um, if you 're only going to be going out and getting registered in five states, you know this is, would not be one of my five states that i 'm going to choose if all you're doing is selling on Amazon. But if you're going out, you're getting registered in 25 states, what's the difference between 25 and 26 states? I think that it's the safer play. It's the more conservative play. You're doing exactly what the state wants, less reason for them to start digging into your past. Um, One of the things that Pennsylvania is notorious for is that when your sales reach a certain level, uh, they will start coming after you for income tax too. And you are, uh, Pennsylvania uh, takes a position that you still are responsible for the income tax, also. You still have that nexus there. So if your exposures material for the income tax, that is something that you'll want to take a look at too. We have uh, other. Uh, podcasts where we talk about income tax and other webinars where we talk about income tax. So we're not going to get too deep into it, but I do want to let you know that that responsibility doesn't go away just because Amazon is collecting and paying the, uh, uh, the income tax. Now, the other thing, if you sell on multiple platforms, then you would need to, uh, either get registered or stay registered because once you have Nexus in a state, Um, The state's uh, positions uh, are is uh, that you need to collect tax on all of your sales into that state, no matter what channel or no matter what platform those sales are being made from. So I think that, you know, Pennsylvania is is good news for FBA sellers. It's it's not you know, the 100% get out of jail card, uh, that everyone hopes for. Uh, but it's certainly a lot better than Washington. And we're going to get into Washington in, in a moment here, but for smaller sellers and, and for brand new, uh, sellers, um, I think that, you know, not a whole lot of risk and not getting registered in Pennsylvania for larger sellers. Uh, I think that it's, it's a defensive play. I think that it just makes sense to protect your bases. Um, Washington, a little bit different. So in the state of Washington, there are actually two taxes that are uh, uh, part of the sales tax form. You have the sales and use tax, which uh, Amazon is collecting and remitting to the state of Washington on your behalf. And then you have the business and occupation tax, or the B&O tax, uh, which is part of that form also. And it's a gross receipts tax. It's a, a tax on all sales into the state of Washington. It's it's a small number. It's about 0.57, excuse me, 0.47%. And there are no deductions. Uh, Washington doesn't have an income tax, so they have this gross receipts tax. So uh, number one, Washington states that you still have nexus. They also state that they're still going to be pursuing people for the back taxes. Um, they say that um, all sellers should be registered and they're going to be looking for you for this B&O tax. So it actually makes it easier for the state of Washington to find you because uh, you'll see, you know, how, uh, when I share these uh, spreadsheets with you, how Amazon is is tracking every transaction. So all of that information is, is a is available or can be available to the state of Washington. Uh, I don't think that they have asked for it yet, but in the state statutes, uh, there's language in there where they can ask for information regarding uh, the sellers. And um, it just makes it that much easier. If they know how much sales tax has been collected and remitted on your behalf, um, they're going to say, well, who's sales tax being remitted from and who's not registered for this B tax, this business and occupation. So it makes it very easy to find you. Um, and you don't want them finding you because they're not going to just be happy with this B tax. They're, they're going to also be interested in that back sales tax. Um, Washington goes back seven years. They're one of the most aggressive States out there. They have a 39% penalty. So, a whole different story in Washington. In Washington, I think that Amazon collecting the tax has made it more complicated if you're actually already registered and potentially more dangerous for those of you who are not registered. So uh, our recommendation there is is for pretty much everyone to be registered in the state of Washington. Now, here's what Washington says that you need to do. Um, If you're just selling on Amazon, you need to report 100% of your sales on your sales tax return. And the first portion of the sales tax return is this business and occupation. So 100% of your sales from all sources. Uh, You calculate how much B&O tax, this business and occupation tax, you you calculate how much money you're going to owe for that. And then you're going to take the 100% of your sales and bring it down to the sales tax portion. Um, if you're only selling on Amazon, then this should net out. Um, but you figured out what your sales ta- sales tax should be. And then you take a credit for the tax that Amazon has paid on your behalf. Um, and those should offset each other. If you're selling on multiple platforms, uh, it's the same process. You, pres- uh, report hundred percent of your sales. You take a credit for the tax that Amazon has paid on your behalf and then you just remit the tax from these other platforms. So in Washington, uh, because this B and O tax is actually part of the sales tax return and, and Amazon is not taking care of that for you. Our recommendation is to stay registered or get registered. Um, it's uh You don't want to be found and have Washington digging into your past. Even if you're just getting registered on a going forward basis or if you're a brand new seller, you still have this business and occupation tax to worry about. And they will be aggressive in tracking sellers down. That's what they're telling me at the very least. Historically, Washington has been very aggressive. So I tend to believe them. Um, So two different scenarios there in Washington for, uh, you know, it's mostly positive news, excuse me, Pennsylvania, mostly positive news in Washington. Not really. It's, it's, it's not a win for uh, most FPA sellers. If you're already been registered, it just makes this more complicated because you have an extra step. You have to take that credit for the sales. Uh, You're still responsible for a sales tax return. And if you're not, registered, it makes it that much easier for the state to find you. So I don't think this is a win for FBA sellers uh, at all, um, which should be a wake up call for a lot of people out there. There's a lot of sellers that say, Oh, well, I don't have to worry about this because Amazon's going to start collecting the tax for me. And you know, that's, that's not a panacea. It's, it's not a, a solution to all of your problems. Um, so just something, you know, if you have some uh, fellow sellers out there who, uh, are misinformed about this, uh, just let them know, uh, Washington is going to still be pursuing people and it's made it that much easier to find them. All right. So off my soapbox there. Let's, uh, I'm going to share my screen at this point. Let's see how you can actually, um, pull these reports. All right. Okay, so here's our, our first screen here. The report that you want to pull is actually a payments report. So you'll go to your report section, and there'll be a drop down there. And, and when uh, this drop down, uh, you, you, on the drop down, you'll see payments. So you want to click on payments report. And this is the screen that's going to show up. Um You're going to want to to choose the option all the way to the right. The one I have circled in yellow, it says date range reports. You're going to want to click on that. Then you're going to uh, want to hit generate report. And it's going to ask you, you know, what type of report? The the one we usually pull is a custom date range. Um, So we're going to put the dates in there that we want to see. And then we're going to, Uh, Choose a date actually when it's ready for download. It'll say action uh, And you can just download that now when you download it it's going to come out in a a text file and you have to convert it to a spreadsheet and uh, This is a portion of a spreadsheet. It's not the full spreadsheet on this will be all of the information Um, that you'll need. It'll have the city, the state, the zip. It'll have the, you know, uh, the transaction ID, the date, the time. Um, It'll have the item description on there. So it's a pretty uh, comprehensive uh, spreadsheet, but I couldn't fit it on the screen here. So I've cut out a lot of different columns here. Uh, What I want us to look at are columns C and D column C is your sales tax collected. And by the way, this is the report we now use when we're doing your sales tax returns. We no longer use the sales tax uh, report uh, that's located in the tax document library. And this is the report when we're doing uh, FBA sellers uh, returns. Uh, This is the report we ask them to give us access to or provide us with and the sales tax collected here, column C, you'll see that um, in Pennsylvania, uh, this by the way is uh, from April 1st to April 5th, so you'll see the sales tax collected in Pennsylvania is 96 cents, Georgia $1.12, you know all the sales tax that's collected per transaction you see in column C. In column D, we have the marketplace facilitator tax and that's not really what this is called but that's the mechanism that Amazon is using in order to balance these out. So you'll see in a state like Pennsylvania, they collected 96 cents on your behalf. Uh, it's the first line up there. But then in column D, they're subtracting that 96 cents out because that's what they're remitting to the state on your behalf. Uh, Washington, which is the second to last line, uh, column C, they've collected a uh, 58. Column D, they're subtracting that out. So all you need to do is uh, separate the Washington sales or the Pennsylvania sales uh, out of these spreadsheets. Uh, Amazon doesn't give you a, a great report. Um, you, you know, you can't pull by state, so you will have to do some sorting on this. And then you just total for the state of Washington on column D, and you'll see how much uh, sales tax Washington has collected and remitted on your behalf. That's the credit you're going to take. Um, in Pennsylvania, um, if all you're doing is selling on Amazon, you don't have to worry about taking a credit. You just say that all of your Amazon sales are exempt and therefore you don't have any taxable sales and um, no tax to pay. So, the uh, uh, again, um, the, uh, the place to find this is in your reports, the payment reports, um, it, it's a little bit of extra work again on how to get this, it's, uh, but this is what we're using and this uh, seems to be the only report that we know of at this point uh, where it's going to provide all of this information so that you can accurately do your returns. Now, um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more questions on this. Uh, the, the best way to get your questions to me is to, uh, go through LinkedIn. Um, go ahead, you know, ask to be a connection. If you're not already a connection and shoot me a question through LinkedIn, I'll try to go ahead and, and get you an answer. Um, also this podcast is going to be posted, um, uh, with the, the rest of our podcasts and, um, that, uh, Um, is a uh, is a link that um, uh, we will have uh, uh, posted with this uh, two slides. Um, So uh, for any of you who want to rewatch this, um, it will be available and you'll be able to get there um, with the link that will be with the the slides. Okay, so that is it for today's uh, podcast. For those of you in our premium section, uh, we have a number of questions that we are gonna go over on a personal basis. So stick around. And right now, um, I wanna thank everyone for spending this time with me. Hope it wasn't too painful with just listening to me for this uh, time we've had together. Bye-bye.